Let's get it. Welcome back to Ch Chalk Talk. I am your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so very much to get into today, including predicting every division on the brink of this NFL season. We're also going to touch on where the hell Coop and I have been, give you all the details you need to know on that. But first, I released a video on the main channel about 30 NBA teams. And I had a prediction for each one of them, a way-too-early prediction. I wanted to get Coop's thoughts right before we get into the NFL stuff. So concerning next season, obviously we're months away from yeah. even preseason NBA basketball, but tell me true or false, the Cleveland Cavaliers will be a top-three team in the East. I'm going to say false just because, I mean, I think the Celtics will still probably be there. I think the Bucks will still probably be there. Um, and then they're competing with a lot of other teams. I'm pretty high on the Knicks. I'm not saying they're going to be the three seed, but I think – Cavs will definitely be in that three to six range. Um, I just don't know if I can say without a shadow of a doubt that they'll be number three. So I'm going to say false. I'm sold on top three. Just because they were four, they needed a three-man. They got Max Struess. And then I think the Celtics are going to take a step back. I really do. Uh, the Phoenix Suns will move DeAndre Ayton for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that has to be false. I'm going to speak that one into existence. If they do that – I don't like your biggest guy is KD. Is KD running center? Just with the way Matt Ishby is running shit right yeah, now. I, I, I mean, he's going. I, for we all wouldn't the be guards. surprised. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna try and speak that one into existence. As much as I dislike DeAndre Ayton, like you kind of need somebody Facts. to be able to rebound and defend a big. Staying on Kyrie, the Dallas Mavericks will be forced to trade him by Christmas. That one might be true. I think so, too. Yeah, that one might be true. And I said Christmas, not even the trade deadline. Yeah, he no. doesn't even make it there to Christmas. He might not make it to, the, like, the Thanksgiving day. Facts. All right, your favorite team, the L.A. Lakers, will not meet everyone's expectations due to 80s health. They'll meet my expectations. Playing team. <laughs> I think 80s health derails everything. People didn't notice that he literally didn't miss a playoff game. When the hell is that going to happen yeah. again? That's, that's why I think. I mean, that, I just found it funny, like, they're – getting all this hype like oh they had such a great offseason which to an extent they did i liked what they did they kept a lot of the guys that they should have kept they got a cheap austin reeves deal in my opinion you also gotta remember they're getting a bunch of guys that were playing out of their mind in a playoff series and can they replicate that still 100 percent on the shoulders of if lebron and anthony davis can stay healthy and i don't think they can and lebron's 39 years old exactly just another year under his belt final one with the nba then we'll get into the nfl golden state warriors will have their last dance ruined by denver mm. i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say false um i feel like i feel like they've already had their last dance Gotcha. Um, I feel like the Chris Paul move is kind of an odd move for them to be making now. Um, I'm not saying they're not they can't win another one, but I just feel like I feel like that team is still missing the one thing that they had every run they made was that random guy off the bench, whether it be a Sean Livingston and yeah. Iguodala. Um, heck, you had the seasons where the Andrew Bogut's of the world were like balling. Like, I mean, I just feel like they had one guy that they just haven't had in a really long time. It's a fantastic point because their bench, without Steph Curry on the floor, they were one of the worst teams in basketball. Yeah, I mean, year. and that's tough. Um, yeah, I think Denver, they, they outlast them. I think the Chris Paul thing was more about Jordan Poole getting him out of the line. Yeah, which I totally agree with that. I, mm -hmm. I think it's so funny all the, like, highlight reels I'm getting of Jordan Poole where they're like, he's about to pop off for 30. I'm like, yeah, on 45 shots. Yeah, and on Animal Planet because yeah. I won't be watching that. By the way, my prediction for the Wizards is they won't be on TV once. And Grizzlies, just because I know you wanted to hear it, um, they're going to be a top three seed in the West despite John missing games. Yeah. 
They'll be they'll be number one when Josh comes back. Got to end on a good note. What do you mean? <laughs> Got to end on a good note. Let's get into the NFL, man. We're gonna start in the AFC North. All That's right, cool with right. you. Um, what we're doing is predicting records and then the order at which they finish. So, for example, AFC North, I have the Bengals winning it. The record's gonna be thirteen and four. Uh, the Ravens come in second at eleven and six. The Browns are ten and seven in third place, and in last place in the AFC North is the Steelers. But the record's not shabby, eight and nine. That was wild. We our records are pretty similar, actually. Uh, oh, for real? Same order. Uh, by the way, I saw. I, I want to give Cooper a ton of credit here because you sent me over uh, something like mid. I think it was like it was really like a predictor app. Yeah, it was, it was midday. Cool. You you like semi, You predicted literally every game to come up with this. Yeah, I unfortunately didn't, but his probably going to make a lot more sense well, because of this now. <laughs> Bengals, I have winning this division at thirteen and four. Gotcha. Um, Ravens have the same record at thirteen and four, but their divisional record is not as good, so they're the <laughs> number two. I have the Browns at eleven and six, and then the Steelers was honestly like I knew they were going to finish last in this division. But I've sat there and I've still been amazed every year that my man has never had an under 500 season. So I had to make him nine and eight just so that he kept it Um, because he's just one of the best coaches ever. And I feel like Kenny Pickett did start to get better. But no, I mean, that was kind of wild. When you said 13 and four for the Bengals, I was like, no way. We're going to have the same (laughs) records down the line. Dude, I love it. One before the same. I like what you said about Kenny, too. Pat McAfee's been on his. Really? Yeah, dude. Like Kenny, like the videos coming out about him is crazy. He just got steadier. I feel like yeah. as a rookie quarterback, you might not always win ten games, even though they were five hundred over five hundred last year. You might not always win the ten games and stuff like that. It's can you do you see improvement week to week? Like exactly. I feel like that's where the biggest step for rookie quarterbacks is. Mm-hmm. Pat was also talking about his athleticism. Nobody talks about Kenny Pickett and think of that. Hey, but that fake slide, man. That fake slide, one of the most like, – he literally forced a rule change in college I know, football. That was that. such a funny move. And there's just videos of him in training camp right now just like carrying the ball and juking. It was just insane. But, yeah, I'm glad we're in the same. Let's uh, keep it in the AFC. Let's go to the East. I got the Dolphins. You know, of course, I have the Dolphins winning it at 12-5. and five. Uh, divisional wise, Bills are twelve and five, but the record's a little bit less, so I have them in second. Um, the Jets are ten and seven with Aaron Rodgers, and the Patriots are six and eleven. All right, I'll start from the bottom. We had the same exact order again. So Let's go. I, want, I want y'all to know <laughs> the I Dolphins, made, baby. I made this during lunch. Um, so like, I mean, I was just sitting there, and like he said, I literally clicked game by game. I went week by week, and it, it took fifteen minutes, but it was super cool. My records are way inflated. I'm just going to yeah. put that – like, looking at them right now. So, I'm going to go from the bottom. I have the Patriots at 4-13. and 13. I have them losing every single divisional game uh, this season. I just feel like the three teams ahead of them are way better than them. Yeah. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins, that's where – if you – I don't know. That was the best fit if I'm DeAndre Hopkins. I like the fit. We'll get to him. I have yeah. questions regarding him later. Mm-hmm. But I have the Jets at finishing third at 13-4. and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I think these, these records are a tad inflated. But, like, I feel like these teams – faced easier like NFC opponents like the entire time I literally just kept always being like why are they all playing the Cardinals right and like that's obviously an easy dub and then I have the Bills at 13 and 4 also num- their number two and then the Dolphins at 14 and 3 gotcha. um, I feel like that Jalen Ramsey to sure up that defense and then obviously another year of Tyree Kill mm-hmm. uh, and Jalen Waddle I-, I just think that team has the weapons and this is the year to do it absolutely I think you and I have agreed a lot. I know this is recently. weird. Like I'll, I'm shocked that you have the exact same order. We're talking about inflated wins. We're gonna go to a division. It's not gonna have many outside of one team. Uh-oh. The AFC South, okay. Jacksonville Jaguars. I have running away with this division at 11 and six. Okay, but my Tennessee Titans come in second 
at six and eleven. And third, I have the Texans at three and fourteen, and the Colts come in last at two and fifteen. Um, same same order. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen order. each other in what? Like I know, like this days? is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, I have the Jaguars also running away with this twelve and five, um, and then it's a. Two way tie for second, but the Titans had the better divisional mm-hmm. uh, thing. So the Titans are five and twelve mm-hmm. to come in second. Um, Texans are five and twelve to come in third, and then the Colts four and thirteen. So we're not too far off right. on the record wise. But while we're on the Titans, no, we don't need to talk. About while we're on the Titans, just give me DeAndre Hopkins stat line: just receptions, yards, touchdowns for the year. Yeah. Um. Twenty-five catches, um, four hundred yards, and it's not because D Hop is bad. It's just because one, I think, I think he like gets hurt one and two. There's nobody throwing the football. I'm a Titans fan. I don't know why the hell we signed this man. That was priceless. I genuinely feel 25 bad. 25 catches. <laughs> I'm, hold on. I'm pulling it up as we speak because I got to see just like what's gonna his lowest. It's going to be by far a, a career low for him. Yeah, what's his lowest in a career? Um, His lowest <laughs> his lowest in a career is 42, and that was the year he only played 10 games. Yeah. Um, That's wild. I do I, think I, he, That's what I actually think his stat line is. I think he's going to ha- probably have low, low receptions, but I'll say 50. Gotcha. Um, I do think he's probably going to get, like, 750, 850 mm-hmm. yards, maybe, like, eight touchdowns. Right. Um, he's definitely going to be the leading receiver. <laughs> Nick Westbrook-Akeem on the other side. He's hey, going to get triple team. That's another thing. Don't forget thing. Traylon Burke. He's gonna get, yeah, don't forget the guy they traded my favorite player in the NFL to yeah. my least favorite team in the NFL for a bag of chips. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't either. And he went to the Super Bowl literally the next year. Yeah, because he was awesome. And he caught one of the nastiest catches I've seen in the Super Bowl in a really long time. All right, we can change the subject. Let's go to the <laughs> AFC West. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs, uh, they run this division as always. 14-3, and three, I have them finishing. Second place, I got Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos Whoa. at 10-7. and seven. I think he re- <laughs> kind of revamps Russell Wilson. Russ is not going to be MVP Russ by any means, but better than last year. It's hard not to be. Um, and then I have the Chargers at eight and nine. Uh, what's their clown ass coach's name that blew that lead in Jacksonville? Uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah, I think it's his, his final year. No. Yeah, it's Staley. It is it's Staley. Staley. Yeah, it's his final year in LA, in my opinion. Eight and nine, third in the division. Last is the Raiders at four and thirteen. Josh McDaniels gets canned as well. Wow, no faith in Jimmy G. None at all. So it, you want to look at that secondary? That's what I really don't have faith in in Las Vegas. Um, this is our first one. Go ahead and jot it down. We're nowhere near the same on this one. Uh, I'll start from the bottom, go up. Uh, I have the Broncos at five and eleven, or uh, my bad, uh, six and eleven. Put some respect on Sean Payton's name. Come on, no, no, now. no. Sean Payton with Drew Brees. Yeah, that's a matchup I take every day. Sean Payton with Taysom Hill. That's a matchup I take every day. Sean Payton with Russell Wilson. No, that Russell Wilson I saw last year. No, that was pitiful. I watched them like lose games. Because the man couldn't even hand the ball off right. Like, mm-hmm. that team just looked like a dumpster fire. I have no faith in anything on that defense anymore except for Passer Tan. I just think the lack of expectation is why he performs well. I do think it is a good thing if you're a Broncos fan. I'd be happy to be wrong on this one just because the la- the expectations are not there. Nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's talking about the Broncos. But right. I just 
With what they gave up for Russ, I just do not ever believe he will live up to the expectations. No, he won't. He of won't. what they traded away, I just I just can't see that they ever reach the like level he should get. Um, at third, I do have the Raiders edging them out in a tie, six and eleven. So I think we agree on the Raiders being bad. Um, I do have the uh, Chargers number two at eleven and six. Um, I just think, I just think they're all, Justin Herbert and that offense is enough to win you enough games, and I think they have the rushing. The past two years, I know, man. I know, and they somehow still managed to be like close to the ten win range. So I just feel like eleven and six is being generous, generous. Um, and I feel like they do get two games against the Raiders. They get two games against the Broncos. Um, I just feel like they have the weapons. Like you have Eckler, you have Keenan Allen, you have Mike Williams. Um, you have the weapons. And you have the weapons defensively. I mean, you have the Boza guy, and you have uh, oh, blanking on his name, dude. They traded Derwin for, James. They have Derwin James in the secondary, but they traded for the guy from the Bears, uh, Khalil no, Khalil Mack. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have the you have people. It's just they never glued it together. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I agree with you. I think that's a coaching problem. Right. But. I do think they should be better than the other two teams Absolutely. in this division. And then, obviously, same record, 14-3, and three, number one in the uh, AFC, Kansas City Chiefs. That's yeah, of course. That's not even need to be talked about. I think it's going to be interesting. I'm interested to watch Broncos games with you now, by the way. Why? I just I am. Like, I'm going to be rooting for them, yeah. We, we found a little something here. I, I mean, I love Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but – Nothing's ever going to replicate Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Like, right. Just, at least for me. Um, and I know there's another soul out there that's going to agree with that. Um, but, I mean, Sean Payton is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's offensively a genius and a wizard, and the Saints dearly miss him. Um, I just don't know. That, that Broncos team did not, like, strike fear in my heart even on their good games last year. I, I think Sean can really change everything. But before we get to the NFC, I want to talk about where we've been. We kind of took a little break here. Uh, much needed, much, much needed. We're going to start getting uh, shorts and everything back out. Uh, at least until the regular season of the NFL. We're just going to be once a week, every Monday at 530. We're going to be here religiously, though. Shorts coming out every week. Our break is over. We're officially back. Just want to let you guys know that. And one more thing. I was on Twitter today. And I was just scrolling down and saw NFL memes page, and it had a picture of Red Zone, like, counting down to, like, when it was starting, and it said seven Sundays from now. It was yesterday. I'm like, dude, I, I'm so glad you, you know, and I bought, bought Red Zone. Preseason starts next week. Yeah. Next Thursday. At Hall of Fame game. The Hall right? of Fame game. Yeah. So, I mean, we we still are two weeks out from, it like, real preseason. It sneaks up on but, me every year. Yeah. It's early, because yeah. it starts before college, mm-hmm. which is nobody ever thinks of, but yeah. I know the fantasy football stuff's about to start. That's why I know all that those days. Yeah, yeah, I got about you. About to get back on the ground. I can't wait to watch Hard Knocks. Have you gotten a chance to watch Quarterback on Netflix? I have not. So fire, bro. I have not. So fucking good. I have not. Did you watch all eight? I uh, did not. Uh-uh. How, how far are you into it? Oh, uh, you talking about all eight episodes? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on five and a half, six, something like okay. that. I'm starting to get into the playoffs. Mahomes, I did not know, like – I mean, like screaming at Max Cross. It's just he's an absolute animal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, it, I have no idea. We're gonna we're gonna be sitting here twenty years from now talking for sure about who is the goat. Right? Is it Tom Brady or is it him? Mm-hmm. And if he keeps on the pace that he's on, Tom Brady might get lapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not Absolutely. even joking. Like I don't say that lightly because Tom Brady, like him or dislike him, you got to give him props. He's mm-hmm. got a lot of hardware. And they had the perfect quarterbacks on there because Kirk Cousins. That legendary Bills uh, 
Vikings game up oh, in Buffalo. He, he walked through his reaction to Stephon Diggs because he was mic'd up like the entire game. And then I didn't know he had like hurt his ribs. He was like wheezing on the sideline. I was like, Dang. and then his reaction on the sideline whenever Josh Allen fumbled that bitch on like the one yeah. yard line. It's crazy. I need to. I do need to watch it. That's yeah. on the list. I need to get there. And by the way, I didn't know this. Marcus Mariota like up and left his team in the middle of the season. Oh really? I had no idea because you and I were talking about we didn't watch one Falcons benched. game. Yeah, he got benched and then left and got his knee operated on. Didn't help Desmond Ritter at all. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. Because we weren't watching the Falcons like in week 14. No, I wasn't watching Discovery Planet. No, not at all. Let's get into the NFC. Let's get to your division, you Cowboys oh, fan. Easy. Eagles 13-4 and four, winning that division. Okay, keep going. Cowboys 11-6, and six, second in the division. Then there's a big drop-off for me. The Giants 7-10, and 10, Washington 5-12. and 12. How do you feel about it? Um, we do We do differ. Um, record wise and uh, placement wise, I, I can't. I can't imagine why. Um, well, I'm trying to. Yeah, here we go. Um, there's a little tidbit that I feel like went into my reasoning in this one. Talk to the me. last one, two, three, four, five, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18. The last 18 NFC East champions have all been different. Mm. There's not been a re- repeat team since 2004. Mm. Um, and I'm going to say that continues. Okay. Um, Eagles and Cowboys are both going to be good. I don't think that anybody's going to be surprised by that. Um, I have Dallas Cowboys edging out the Eagles 12-5. and five. Um, Obviously, number one. In, they're going to be number one in the NFC for me based on this uh, app or website that I used. Eagles come in at 11-6. and six, One game difference. I do think they, they – uh, they go one and one head to head. I think home teams have notoriously always won Cowboys exactly. Eagles games, so mm-hmm. I just feel like that's probably going to continue. But people don't realize how dominant Dak Prescott is against the NFC East. Like the only team that really has his number has been the Eagles occasionally, but like he's dominant against the NFC East. So I do think the Cowboys will win twelve and five, keep that NFC East tradition going, where the same team has not won. I do have the Giants making the playoffs. Mm. Um, I don't know whether I, – I, like, went back and forth on this. I have them at 10-7, and seven, uh, which gets them that final wild card spot. Um, I went back and forth because I was like, dude, if Saquon doesn't play, like, this is different. But have like, you seen the numbers with dude, Daniel Jones? Yeah. yeah. When DJ has um, Saquon, his numbers are, like, double what yeah. they are without and him. And did you see the number difference that they're fighting over? Yeah, the Giants one, don't want to pay one, him $1 million. Yeah, it's like one to one two million. million. Extra. Yeah. This is a literally A.J. Brown situation all over again. Yeah, it's pay re- the man $1 million extra a year and move on. Yeah, and it's a difference if you had like a game-changer at quarterback. Daniel Jones is what he is because of Saquon Barkley. Would you have done the reverse and tag Jones and then pay Barkley whatever he asked? Yes. Okay. I, I would have more or less. I think Daniel Jones had an incredible season last year. Like, If you looked at the numbers from the year before to that year, wow. Mm-hmm. Like He... I'm not saying he was still the number six overall quarterback like he was drafted to be, but that was definitely an NFL starter quarterback. And he Mm -hmm. made the playoffs and everything. So, like, you can't be upset with the results. You tag him, make sure that wasn't fluke. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. You tag him, and if if you have to pay more, so be it. But if he's bad, then you're like, look, we franchise tagged him. We're not losing anything here. We're going to move on. Absolutely. But you keep the guy that's Mm – I'm sorry. I, I agree with all of the running backs in the NFL right now. 
that are complaining. They're like, dude, y'all act like y'all act like y'all don't need us, but then y'all need us, mm-hmm. and then you get mad when we ask for a million extra dollars. Like, I mean, I just think it's so dumb, um, especially when they said the number was between one or two million that the Giants didn't want to pay. I'm like, what's the difference in eleven versus twelve million? I was watching Get Up this morning with Mike Greenberg, and he. <laughs> Like Nick Chubb, I don't know if you saw his press conference. He had spoke. All the running backs in the league got on a phone call, and he was talking about that to the Browns media today, just saying, you know, Christian McCaffrey is on it, and they're just talking about the problems with their contracts. And it cuts back to Mike Greenberg, and he goes, that is the first time I've ever heard Nick Chubb's voice. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Same here. No, I was just about to – I was like, Nick Chubb talking to you. Yeah, I know. Did you see Nick Chubb the other day? Yeah, bro. 600 pounds. Yeah, he did three of them. It's retarded. That's, it's different if you just do one and it's like a max. No, that yeah. boy said, let me do three. Yeah, hell no. The bar was bent. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, Ryan Clark and Harry Douglas were chopping it up about that. And Mike was like, Harry Douglas, would you? Uh, could you do that in your younger days? And Ryan Clark goes, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Even in our prime, we couldn't do that. Harry, I'm answering it for you. <laughs> Bro, I, 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 I'd look at that bar and be like, yeah, y'all must be out of your yeah, mind. I think I'm about to grab that. Dude, when, when, it's, when it's spotting, bending like that, yeah, yeah ain't no way. When bro. you have to have three dudes spotting, like, no. Yeah. No. But to round it out, uh, the NFC East, um, the Sam Howell era does not start off with a bang. Three and 14. <laughs> three and 14 to wrap it up. Oh, who, and six. Who's the, the, who's the second guy there? Uh, crap. They drafted somebody. Yeah. I it was a, cause it's a, it's a, it's like the trashest QB battle there is. Yeah. Oh, is it not Taylor Heineke? Is he not there anymore? No, he's in he's in Atlanta battling with Desmond Ritter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the Commanders did just sell though. Shout out to them. Yeah, I'm sure Commanders fans are happy about that shit. I should know this. Um, Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell. They should start Jacoby Brissett. Hey, Jacoby Brissett's a baller. Ask me who the third string is. Who is it? Jake Fromm, baby. Oh, I haven't heard that name in years. I haven't either. Bro. I thought you were about to say. Did they not get a rookie? That does, Yeah, they didn't get a rookie. I do remember that now. Because I was like, I thought they drafted somebody else. But they like, everybody was like, dang, they really banging on Sam Howell. Yeah. I mean, Sam Howell like was highly regarded before he went back for his senior year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know if you've listened to the interviews of Drake May, the kid that they're literally saying is going to compete with Caleb Williams. I'm sorry. He will not. Caleb Williams. Will Joe Melton will, but you know. Joe Melton will be drafted in the seventh round as a or a UDFA. Uh, but Drake May literally said, Drake May was like, "Dude, I think Sam Howell is actually going to make it." He was like, "Yeah, he might not have like flashed our last couple years because we lost a lot of people." But he was like, "There's, I've never seen someone like go into like a practice, like go into all like the meetings, the film." He's like, he took every single day seriously. The reason I have them with five wins is because of Rivera. Like, I do I, like I, Rivera. Yeah, I think I he like can squeak because uh, that roster. I mean, I hope to see. Something from their offense. I'm not expecting much. Poor Terry McLaurin. I mean, he's played for like 19 quarterbacks. Oh, I, li- I like Terry McLaurin. I like their running backs. I right. like uh, Jahan Dotson was awesome mm-hmm. last year. Um, it, I mean, it just it's kind of hard. It is. I, I think I saw a stat the other day because uh, like some of the shorts that have been just popping up on my Instagram have been like fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like sleeper guys to go get, and he said Terry McLaurin. I'm like, that's not a sleeper guy. No. Like Terry McLaurin's a top 15 right. receiver in the NFL. He said. Based on his uncatchable, like, passes thrown, he is number one in the league for most uncatchable passes caught. And I think it was, like, 
Yeah, because he's sixty percent of his passes were uncatchable, dude. Yeah. Like I'm not even joking with you. Like, and he, I'm pretty sure he caught like thirty percent. Bro, how did you with Dwayne Haskins? Dog? Uh, R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. Like, but, come on now, dude. And Taylor Heineke and like he's had Sam yeah. pa- Howe pa- throwing passes. Uh, banged up Carson Wentz. Facts. A banged up uh dude who left the Chiefs. Uh, and had like that gruesome leg injury. Um, oh, the dude right before Patrick Mahomes. Shit. Um. Alex Smith. Thank you. I was Alex about to say Smith. Alex is going to kill me Alex if we don't Smith. figure out Alex Smith. Alex, he was a, Alex he was awesome, but like those are the those are the quarterbacks. Speaking of Sam Howell, by the way, did you see where College Game Day is going to be Week One? No, I did not. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Ooh. In Charlotte. Ooh. A little Spencer Rattler. Little Spencer Rattler drink man. Yeah, this shit's going to be fire. See if Spencer Rattler can continue that uh, unheralded success he had the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, Clemson sure. and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I wonder how trash a week zero matchups are. I always forget there's weeks. I know they're so it's bad. Like, I remember everybody. It's like, like Northwestern, Wisconsin, and then <laughs> Hawaii versus Colorado State. And yeah. You're like, no. Yeah, like, uh, I'm excited for college football, but not that yeah, excited. Exactly. Like I just always remember, like people would be like, when you got back to school that next month, they'd be like, "Did you watch college football?" I'm like, "College football was on." Yeah. They're like, you didn't watch the week zero? I'm like, "No, dog. I wait till week one. Exactly. When the real teams play, bro. And they have because it's the week before the NFL season. They have three. I think LSU's playing on Sunday night yet again. Yeah. Ooh. It's gonna be lit. Ole Miss plays Mercer, so I ain't got to worry about Week One. <laughs> final two divisions. Uh, Tennessee plays Virginia, so I'm not worried about it either. Yeah, shout out Virginia. Uh, final two divisions. NFC South. This is the worst one in football, in my opinion. Saints win it at nine and eight. Panthers. Bryce Young gets seven wins in his oh rookie year. Uh, Falcons are five and twelve, and the Buccaneers. My boy Baker Mayfield ends up four and thirteen. We literally like same same placement. Almost identical records. Let's like go. we're literally one game off. Uh, I have the Saints at nine and eighteen, or nine. And, oh my god, <laughs> nine and eighteen. Imagine. <laughs> I have the Saints winning the division at nine and eight. Right. I have Panthers seven and ten. Mm-hmm. I have Falcons four and thirteen, and Bucks three and fourteen. So like we're literally one game off there. That was kind of wild. But nice. yeah, I think, dude, I I felt like it was. I sat there when I was doing. It, I'm like, dang, it's really a battle between the Bucks and the Cardinals. It's oh, who's no. gonna go 0 and 18 <laughs> or 0 and 17 or whatever. Speaking of cards, let's get to that division. NFC West. 49ers win it at 12 and five. I get the Seahawks 11 and six, one game behind San Francisco. Rams come in at third, nine and eight, and the Cardinals are the worst team in the league at two and 15. They're tied with the Colts for that. So I'll start with the bottom. It took everything in me not to make them go 0 and 17. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They're 1 and 16. <laughs> they won the final week of the season because nice. they were playing a team that was already solidified in the yeah. uh, thing. So I was like, what the heck? Yeah, exactly. Might as well. Um, I do have the Rams kind of having another sluggish season. I feel like we're kind of seeing the end of Matt Stafford's career. Um, not because he's bad by any means. Like, Matt Stafford had a great career. I'm happy he got a Super Bowl. Like, he has a cannon of an arm. But I just feel like they went in for all for one year. And now it's on. And now you're seeing you have no assets. Yeah. So. Um. I love Cooper Cup. I still hope he kills it for my fantasy team. But I have them at six and eleven coming in third. I do have the Seahawks also taking a step back. Um. I love the Geno Smith season we got last season, but I think they're going to be eight and nine. Um. And I kind of had the 49ers a little lower too. They're winning it obviously. They're eleven and six, but I had them at eleven and six because. A, I don't really know who's starting quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll say I that think much. it'll be Purdy. I think it'll be Purdy, but like. Can he continue that magic? So I sat there and I was like, I don't want to make them be like fourteen and three again, like something crazy like that. But you do have to remember, they have the best defense in football. Like so, when in doubt, they're gonna be somewhat decent. And the NFC, I mean, outside of 
the East is pretty weak. By the way, we forgot the NFC North, so we'll get to that. All right, I'm ready for the NFC North. Oh, you know, this is my division. Baby. You and I both had the same team, the Detroit Lions. Went, oh, really? I know you got the Bears. The Lions win it at 11 and six. I got the Bears at 10 and seven, just one game behind. Uh, my guy Kirk Cousins, 10 and seven, but divisional record puts them in third. And in last place, obviously the Packers, three and 14. All right, so I'm apparently higher on the Packers than you. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team. They're, they don't make the they're playoffs. They're a borderline. Yeah, they missed it with Aaron Rodgers. They're going to miss it with Jordan Love. Yeah. By uh, a long shot. I have them at 6-11. and 11. Uh, I don't really know where those wins came from, but they came. <laughs> um, uh, I have the Vikings coming in at third at 7-10. and 10. I had them kind of having a down year because – you get rid of Dalvin Cook. I understand Alexander Madison was a GOAT fantasy-wise. Um, I was reading an article the other day. They got some UDFA, or maybe they drafted somebody like late round that's a, been tearing it up in training camp uh, running back-wise, so I think that also went into it. I just – dude, I, I'm i so over, like, the Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like, like I feel like this team is just ready to have I, – I want them to have a worse season than this. Honestly, so that Jettas gets a quarterback that's, like, there for the long haul. Mm-hmm. That's honestly my hope for the Vikings. But I do have the Lions at 10-7 and 7, mm-hmm. coming in second. I don't remember where it flipped, but I literally had them, like, neck and neck. Like, it was literally – they'd win, they'd lose. Like, it literally went back and forth between the Lions and the Bears. Um, so, I have the Lions at 10-7, and 7, the Bears at 11-6. But this does play in to a question I asked you last season. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was – same time last season, like where we were doing previews or whatever. But I'm, I'm sorry to whoever said this, but I did not remember. I think it was Chris. So we'll just say Chris because I know Chris probably knows this. But he mentioned that every season, the team that finished dead last in their division has won their division the next year. So last season, we asked, I posed that question to you. Um, I don't remember who you said, but I said the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And they barely did it, but they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears are my team this year. I, I – I've loved all the moves they made this offseason. Justin Fields has been out there just like I've seen all the mixtapes they're posting. Like he's looking lethal. Um, and they were getting better as the year went on. They just couldn't win because they had no players. Now they, I think they have players in a lot of different positions. They got Tremaine Edmonds to fill that linebacker role from the Bills. Mm-hmm. They got DJ Moore, obviously, to fill a massive needed receiver. They got a lot of offensive line. I'm, I'm all in. Put all my cards on the table. I won't bet any money because I'm. I feel like I'm too all in, but <laughs> I got the Bears. Honestly, two in the NFC too. Who's more likely to go uh, from last to first, the Broncos or the Jets? I say Jets. The Jets. I say if the I had to pick one, but that's both tough because of the divisions they're in. All right. Well, let's get to Coop Corner. Let's get to Coop Corner. I think you and I agreed a lot more than I thought we would. I, I, I'm kind of sad we did. Huh? On a, NBA, we didn't. To be yeah. Fair. NBA, we missed a ton. Um. Hold on. All right. I don't really have uh, – I didn't have – I couldn't think of a good one today to, like, get personalized for me and you. So, this was the closest I get to personalized because um, this is your favorite team. I know you said you're not putting them on a TV screen this year, but this is your favorite NFL team. But I do have to ask you, who will be the Tennessee Titans quarterback to start the season and who will be the Tennessee Titans quarterback to finish the season? Uh, it'll be Tannehill to start, Levis to finish. You think? Yeah. I I tend to agree. There's a 100% chance. Is Malik Willis traded to a different team? I don't even know if he has any value. Do they give him a shot this year? No. Okay. I agree. I do I do agree. I think Tannehill is going to get the first few starts, and if they're as bad as you and I think they are, they're going to be like, 
screw it. We might as well go with the guy we just drafted in the second round. I remember Mike Vrabel. This is why I still believe he's one of the best coaches in the league because he's won with nothing, basically. Tannehill was hurt, and we went up to Kansas City with Malik Willis, who was basically unplayable and still almost find a way to win the yeah. game. I think he can do that with a Will Levis. I don't think Will Levis is something special at all. But I think he's better long-term than Ryan Tannehill. I I agree with that. And you know my feelings towards Will Levis. Mm-hmm. So do you, so do all of you. Yeah, <laughs> y'all exactly. heard, y'all yeah. heard me say it numerous times. But I just think it's one of those things, and this is no offense to Ryan Tannehill, but he has not been the answer any of these years. Mm-hmm. Um, people got mad at Marcus Mariota for doing better seasons than what Ryan Tannehill is giving. Mm-hmm. And they, people regard Ryan Tannehill way more than they do Marcus Mariota. Um but I do agree with Vrabel. Vrabel's awesome. Yeah, I he mean, is. For him to be able to do what he does without Derrick Henry last season, without mm-hmm. his quarterbacks last season, without A.J. Brown, I mean, for him to even be. And the secondary that's been, I mean, outside of Kevin Byard, there's really nothing back no, there. nothing. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. But Let's get to the next one. Um, I guess this is personalized. Give me your favorite MLB player, current or old. I saw you wearing that jersey, and I was going to ask an MLB question anyways, but yeah. I might as well. Yeah. Favorite um, MLB player, current or old. Or you can give me both if you want. Uh, Current, it's it's got to be – it's De La Cruz, right? Yeah. Um, I got, this is Joey Votto, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's classic. Uh, probably De La Cruz or Shohei. Shohei's fucking insane. That's an easy one. Um, Old – Who's your favorite team, by the way? I don't know if I even know this. Yeah, Do you I, have one? I don't, yeah, I, I mean, I used to like the Cardinals, but like, I didn't. Albert Pujols was my guy when I was a kid, but I'll, I'll just have that one. That'll work. Um, guy that got me watching baseball was Chipper Jones. Yeah. Uh, the Makes only sense. MLB jersey I own is a Chipper Jones jersey. This is why I love the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Shohei's one of the most fascinating players right. in baseball. Yeah. I mean, he's literally Babe Ruth, but better. <laughs> I hope he gets traded just so, like, people can see. Like, yeah. I know everybody at this point knows who he is, but, like, the greatness he's displaying right now, the ERA he has and on pace to, like, break the all-time home run. Because yeah. he's, like, he's neck and neck with Judge last year. And yeah. Like, this guy's, like, striking people out. And, it, and literally him and Matt Olson have gone back and forth. I don't think Matt Olson's hit one since right. the All-Star break. but or No, that's a lie. He had a two-homer two, two mm-hmm. homer game. But And just so I don't sound like a Braves homer, even though this player did play for the Braves, but I love Jorge Soler. Mm-hmm. I just love him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I love him as much as I do, but I find myself watching Marlins games just right. to watch him because mm-hmm. he's just funny. Gotcha. <laughs> and I enjoy watching him. But, obviously, Ronald Acuna is my Ronald Acuna Got to be Acuna. Got to be Acuna. two guys. I love them all right next uh which nfl newcomer this can be this can be a coach this can be a player anybody which nfl newcomer to a team are you most excited to see next season fire ass questions today by the way um i feel like i know your answer but i'm just curious To me, I have two answers. I can't wait to watch Bryce Young for Carolina okay. just because it's Bryce Young. And then Dolphin's side of me, Jalen Ramsey with Javon Holland and Xavier Howard. and like Just Jalen Ramsey in that secondary. I cannot wait. Consider me shocked. You didn't say what I thought you would say. You I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. No. Nah, um, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You could add Baker to that list. Oh, it's sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you get, I, I had such a good answer that I just yeah, ruined it you for you. Botched it, botched <laughs> it. Um, I do like both of those answers. I wasn't expecting either of those. Right. Um, I'm a I'm gonna give a rookie since you gave a rookie. Got you. Um, I'm really excited for CJ Stroud. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know why. He's going to be a day one starter. He's going to be a day one starter, and I feel like just his accuracy alone. Because Nico Collins was on that list of, like, I think he was number two in, like, most uncatchable balls mm. <laughs> thrown last year. And he caught, I think he, so if Terry McLaurin had, like, 60 uncatchable balls or something like that, and he caught 30% of them, Nico was, like, 20% or something mm. like that. So, like, really good for what he was working with. And Dave Mil- Davis Mills was guarding. Are y'all still doing that same uh, dynasty fantasy? Yeah. God, how do you guys? We're adding three roster spots finally. Okay, I was about to say, you don't like well, the like draft last... is the funnest part. To no, me. I know. And last year, um, last year I was like, hey, we need to add roster spots, and they were like, nah, nah, Cooper. Jack. And I was like, y'all are literally just gonna cut the rookies. What happened after the draft? Exactly. Every rookie was cut except for like Kenneth Walker, oh, yeah. um, and all those guys. And I was like, what's the point of drafting? Exactly. And but I, you know me enough to know I I go and do an ESPN league so yeah, I can get okay, like the draft okay. in. But like. For me, like, I got Cooper Cup in the fifth round. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I'm on cloud nine because I got the best wide receiver or one of the best wide receivers in football. And, like, my team's kind of stacked, so I like I like the dynasty aspect of it. It makes me feel like I'm playing Madden but in, like, fantasy world. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. But maybe we could start a second league, maybe. What, a new dynasty league? Uh, or just a regular – Actually, oh, ESPN League? Yeah. We could probably get enough people to do Honestly, may do another. Because I like that app. What was it, Sleeper? Sleeper. I love yeah. Sleeper. We don't have to. Do, they don't. They do more than just Dynasty. Um, for me, though, um, I CJ Stroud, player-wise, rookie-wise, um, I am really excited for Sean Payton. Like, I know I have them low, but, like, it's been a year excited. without Sean Payton. Like, I'm, I'm pretty excited. So I'm Payton. definitely going to be watching the Broncos. Geno Smith, I know it's not a newcomer, but I, I'm excited to see what he does in year two. I'm also really excited for Derek Carr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Thomas playing it. a game and a half. And no, and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Being, I think he, the case got dropped, by the way, for Alvin Kamara. I don't know if. I think he pled guilty, like paid whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did the smart thing. Yeah, he did the smart thing. Yeah. It's a thing that Joe refuses to do. <laughs> Fair enough. Because did you see the video of him oh. beating the shit out of that person? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this last one is SEC Media Day inspired. Got you. Um, it doesn't have to be an SEC matchup, but it's just inspired by that. Right. What is your most anticipated college football matchup coming into the season? I don't know if you know them all off the top of your head, but I know you'll know. Uh, mine's Tennessee, Georgia in Knoxville this time. There you go. Um, I, I think we go to Tuscaloosa this year, Alabama, the history. We saw what happened after LSU beat them. They, Alabama took care of it. And I know LSU beat them last year too, but – I think they'll be licking their chops to kind of reinstate that. I think Tennessee gets beat by Alabama and T-Town, but Georgia's the one I want to keep my eye on. Stetson Bennett's no longer there. Brock Bauer still is. They're loaded all over the field, but I think we are too. Yeah. I think we are too. That's valid. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's a little random, but it's Ole Miss at Auburn. Mm-hmm. If, I have, if I'm picking my team, I it's Ole Miss that, at Auburn because of the Hughes Freeze aspect and just like, I mean, of course, both Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin got asked about like, the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to hold as much significance as like if he was coming back to Ole Miss. Um, but fun fact, in Hugh Freeze's in the Hugh Freeze era at Ole Miss, his very first SEC win was against Auburn. Right. So I do find that kind of – that's a fun fact. Right. Um, but honestly – I'm ready for I'm ready for a Tennessee Georgia game too. I, I can get yeah, behind that. I think I'm excited for Alabama LSU obviously. Um, Ohio State Michigan, first time Michigan's beat them in a long time. Like I'll be ready to watch that one again because McCarthy, dude, I've seen Alabama plays Texas this year. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's. I'm pretty sure that's. I saw like a 
list of like all the weeks and they were like projected game days. And of course I already forgot when you asked me what was going to be the first one. Um, but Alabama, Texas, like week three was on there. Cause remember last year, Texas had them beat, game, yeah. had them beat. And then Bryce Young went Bryce Young mode yeah. and found a way to get out of there. And I was talking to, um, like one of my best friends, Miranda Carrasco, her dad is they're They're from Houston. And I was asking him cause he like keeps up religiously with Longhorns. And I was like, so is Arch going to get a shot? And he was like, no. You were, you I were told you. I told you. Yeah. I was like, why is he going there in a red shirt? Yeah. Quinn Ewers is going to get drafted this year. Mm-hmm. And that's the only – like, I think – well, let me rephrase that. Sarkeesian's hope is that Quinn Ewers plays well enough to get drafted this year. Because mm. then it's like seamless transition. I, I told him, I was like, this is the best possible year to lose Bijan because Ewers has been injury prone, but you have freaking Arch Manning yeah. behind him. So. Uh, and, I mean, let's be, let's be real. Texas can get whatever running back they want. For sure. The state of Texas, like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand their high school football until I, like, befriended Texas guys, like, at mm-hmm. State or whatever, like, in BYX or, like, even when I went to football. Sky Ranch. Yeah. It's literally college football. Yeah. Like, one of the dudes that we played Powder Puff, because you remember we won that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember whose sorority event right. it was, but BYX won, and I was the only pledge on that team. So, that was a super fun night. But the guy that was playing safety with me, he played uh, football in Texas. I was like, dang – why are you not playing in, like, college? He goes, dude, I played at, like, a D2 school. He yeah. was like, that's, like, the second lowest you can get <laughs> in Texas. He was like, we didn't play the big boys. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. He goes, but most D2 guys will be, like, those three-star guys that randomly turn awesome because he's like, Texas is just filled. Yeah. Exactly. And then, of course, reiterated when I went to Sky Ranch and they were all from Dallas. They are like, oh, you just don't understand Facts. high school football. I will say this, as pompous as Texas fans are, he had brought up, because it's just fun, because I don't get to talk to a Texas fan every day. He was like, yeah, we need to like win the Big 12 this year, because I am nervous as hell about the SEC. And I was like, you should be. Honestly, Texas-Alabama is a great matchup yeah. to be anticipated, because like, that is a Good glimpse of what's going to happen. But he he's thinking about going eight and four against Kansas State and West Virginia. And now you're going. You're in coming into Georgia, LSU, play Ole Miss, LSU, yeah. Georgia, yeah. Alabama yeah. every every week, right. <laughs> and that's not a fun week. Quickly, I just want to shit on Florida. I think they're going to be terrible this year. They were six and six. What did I say about Dan Mullen? Dude, I can't stand Dan Mullen. So you're not hurting my feelings. I know. But I know you. You were he, like he, he should not have been fired. And the thing was, he couldn't recruit. Well, this guy can't either. And yeah. also, he can't win. Dan Mullen can't recruit, but he's going to win 9 to 10 games every effing year. He'll find a way. Yeah. I agree with that. I do like Billy Napier, so I'm holding out hope that he can do good. But if, Florida, football is, Florida football is the exact same as, like, I'm trying to think of a good school. A, I don't know. Florida football does what the people do where they're like, oh, we're 8 and 4. No. Fire but- the coach. Ole Miss goes eight and four. We're ecstatic, bro. They had the number four overall draft pick, and we're six and seven. Oh, I know. I and know. I'm telling you, with Dan lost to Vanderbilt, back to back Orange Bowls, ten win seasons, he goes six and six without Anthony Richardson playing and gets fired. I'm yeah. like, whatever. No, no, you did say that. And did you see the recruiting this year? No. Yikes. I, but that I feel like that's the problem. Bringing like small school guys up to the SEC, they yeah. They made their name by getting all these two- and three-star guys that they, like, found the diamonds in the rough. That was Dan Mullen's problem. No. Dan Mullen never won it big because he did the diamond in the rough thing. Now, he had that one year with State where they got to number one. They lost to Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, though. Yeah. Um, but, like, he did the diamond in the rough thing. He got his name big enough. Then, obviously, went to Florida. And when you get to a Florida, you have to recruit Florida. Mm-hmm. There's just – in the same vein we were just talking with Texas – Florida, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, Florida and Texas and California 
are the football hotbeds. And Napier cannot. No, he won't do it. Yeah. He, uh, he won't do it. He'll be out in probably four it's years, man. Either, I mean, Dan Mullen can at least do one of the two. He cannot. He can. He can't win, and he can't recruit. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, he went from Louisiana Raging Cajuns to Florida. Like that's a if I'm firing league. Dan Mullen, I know it's got to be a home run. I'm hiring Lincoln yeah. Riley. I'm hiring, you know, something. Yeah, you got to hire. Yeah. If, you, if you're gonna go for a guy like a Napier mold, you need to go for a guy that's 30 years old, yeah. like young dude promising career like he's only been going up like i agree like, i don't think mullen's the top tier but i'm just saying chris vernon always says this it's a lot easier to hire a worse coach than it is to hire a better, better coach, coach than yeah. Dan mullen well, that's, that's valid that's valid anyways we'll end on that we'll do some tiktoks i'm excited about our tiktoks get the views and everything back up that'll but, do uh cooper hope you have a great great night my friend yes sir you too